Welcome to Office Hours from TripleXChurch.com, where we answer your questions regarding sexuality, porn, sexual integrity, and more. Where nothing is off the table and all conversations are welcome. Now, here's your host, Carl Thomas. Welcome to Office Hours by TripleX Church. I'm your host, Carl Thomas. I'm a pastor, certified neural health coach, and a guy who frankly struggled with a lot of the stuff we are going to be talking about today for nearly 20 years, until I found freedom about a decade ago. In today's episode, we are going to be jumping in and answering these questions. As a grandparent, how can I help my grandkids, who are eight and nine, a boy and a girl, stop touching each other inappropriately when their mom doesn't seem too concerned? How will my past porn addiction impact me and my wife once we are married? And what is a healthy thing to do after a relapse, whether it's 100 days or 10 days? That's what I will be discussing today, so make sure you hang in there and jump into these topics with us. Recognize that no questions are off the table, and I'm going to be as honest and as blunt with my answers as I possibly can be, so don't get offended. Without any further delay, let's jump in. Okay, first question. How, as a grandparent, can I help my grandkids who are 8 and 9, a boy and a girl, Stop touching each other inappropriately when their mom doesn't seem too concerned. So, I'll be honest, this is not really my realm of expertise. Um, There could be a lot of dynamics going on here. And so, for me to just say, well, I think you should do this and do that, it, it would be, well, quite frankly, probably be irresponsible. Because we don't know the full story. Uh, I'm not saying this is the case, but you don't know if there's abuse in this situation. There's just so many things. I would say this is a better topic to probably discuss with some sort of family therapist, someone like that that's used to dealing with these types of things. But I can say this, all right? At eight and nine, chances are, not guaranteed, but chances are the touching is more about curiosity than it is sexuality, okay? Little kids touch themselves, they touch each other, okay? When I was a little kid, I touched myself, all right? It, it's, it's kind of a curiosity thing most of the time. And when we as parents see that, sometimes we freak out, right? I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? And then we, we, we crack down and we react harshly. And what that does is that sends a message to the children that what they're doing is dirty, and, and wrong and sin, you know, and all these things. And so it, it creates a lot of shame, right? Because they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm such a scumball that I'm doing this stuff. And, and again, a lot of it's just natural curiosity, kids exploring their bodies and trying to figure out, hey, what's this thing do, right? So, I mean, that's why you hear little kids playing doctor. It's not because they're necessarily looking to get off, they're curious. And hey, your part looks different than mine. So, I would say no matter what you do, you don't want to just come down hard on this situation and approach it in a very heavy-handed way because you're going to probably introduce a lot of shame and trauma, right? It's, it's curiosity. It, yes, it's not appropriate, okay, but it's kind of natural. And so we want to make sure that whatever you do, you're not setting them up for later in life a lot of therapy because they, they grew up believing at 89 they were some sort of hopeless pervert, all right? So that's about all I can say on that. Uh, again, I think this is probably better for some sort of professional in that area. And again, there might be a lot of 
other dynamics at play here that we don't know about. Okay, next question. I am almost 30 and getting married in a few months. I have been pretty successful in ridding pornography from my life, but I'm worried about the lasting impact of my porn addiction from years prior, and I want to know if that will impact me and my wife once we are married. So I guess the first thing I would ask is, what's pretty successful, right? Uh, because that could mean, hey, I haven't looked at this stuff in two years and I don't really want to, or it could mean I used to look at it every day, but I still look at it once a month, right? And, and listen, if you're still going back to that well, even once a month, that's going to be a problem when you get married, all right? So that's the first thing I, I, that's the first thing I would ask you is that, right? Because if, if you're still kind of dipping your toes in the water, you still need to keep doing the things you were doing. You still need to, you know, be in some sort of community, have some sort of accountability, possibly see a counselor. Like we need to, we need to take care of that problem. But let's just assume the best and say, hey, it's been over a year or two years and I'm not looking at this stuff. I don't really feel the pull to look at this stuff. I'm, I'm actually experiencing some level of freedom. How is this going to affect me? I'd be lying if I'd say it, it's not going to affect you in some manner. It will affect you probably at least in the short term because your brain has been exposed to stuff it should never have been exposed to. And you've seen things that you should have never seen and portrayals of sex that just aren't real. Uh, I, I mean, I've there's guys that I've talked to who they literally think that, hey, I don't know my, why my wife won't have sex with me in the kitchen before she cooks dinner. You know, because they've seen it in porn, so why wouldn't it happen in, in the house? And it's like, so you gotta get that in your head. Hey, porn's not real. Don't expect that to look like marriage, okay? I would say you need to make sure that you're honest with your wife going into this thing, right? No matter what, even if it's still a, a somewhat issue, you know, kind of an issue, say, hey, listen, this is something I'm dealing with. I've been pretty successful, but I'm still seeking help. I'm doing these things to make sure that it doesn't become a further problem and, and I know I'm going to get there. Even if you're past it, you still need to let her know about it, all right? No, no need to bring skeletons into the closet because that will create a problem in your marriage, right? So, hey, this is something I dealt with. This is my past baggage, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk it out, but I am, I'm free of this stuff and I'm 100% committed to you. Beyond that, I would say, because I'm that guy, right? I looked at porn all my life, got married, looked at it for the first uh, probably eight or nine years, 10 years of our marriage. And I will say that porn does not really impact our marriage at this point because we've learned how to connect and we've bonded, uh, sexually speaking, but in, in a much deeper manner, right? It's no longer just about the act, right? It's about the intimacy. It's about the connection. So this stuff will go away. Your marriage can be fine without the porn wreaking a bunch of havoc on it. But again, got to recognize porn is a fantasy. That's not going to happen. There are probably going to be some bumps in the road early on, maybe with your wife too, where she's going to have some insecurities because, hey, he used to look at perfectly shaped women with really big boobs and I'm not perfectly shaped. You're going to have to work through some of that. It's not going to be boom, you know, or a flip of a switch. It's, it's fine. No, there's going to be some, some uh, wrestling through this stuff, right? But if you're both committed to each other and committed to 
conversation and talking it all out, you'll get through it. And trust me, you'll be all right. Because again, I've been there and uh, our marriage is great. I don't feel like porn has an impact on it at all anymore. So that's what I got for you. Okay, last question. What is healthy to do after a relapse, whether it's 100 days or 10 days? So I think it's interesting that you put whether 100 days or 10 days, because that is a distinction, right? And what we're talking about here also is the difference between a, what I would call a relapse and a slip up. And believe it or not, I believe, I think there's a difference, right? So here's what I mean. We all make mistakes, right? Guys that have been free from porn, haven't looked at it, don't care to look at it on an ongoing basis, still maybe in a moment of weakness, high stress, whatever, years later, might flick on Netflix, see a girl with her top off, get the idea and go do something, right? And then they feel terrible and say, I can't believe I did that. That's, I would call that a slip up, right? It, it's not good, but it happens sometimes. A relapse is when you're not just slipping up, you're slipping up and now you've kind of slid right back into that pattern, right? So now you're doing it again and you're doing it again. And now you're back into this binge and purge cycle where it's, oh gosh, I, I, I want to look, I want to look, I can't look, I'm going to look, right? So that's the big thing, right? Is it a slip up or a relapse? Because if it's a relapse, you, you need to get a little more focused on your recovery efforts and what you have done in the past and what you're doing now because relapses don't just go away overnight, right? It's you're sliding back into old patterns. If it's a slip up, you don't panic. Hey, the house isn't burning down, but it's something you want to be conscious of. And it's also something that you want to be honest about. So I can speak from personal experience. Um, I would say without going into a ton of detail, I didn't have a quote unquote slip up where I was looking at porn, but I've had maybe one slip up or two slip ups in the past where I went farther than I wanted, right? I looked at something on, on, on like a Netflix where I said, oh, I probably shouldn't be watching this, but I knew I shouldn't be watching it and I still watched it. And then I was like afterwards, gosh, that wasn't cool. Why did I do that? What I would tell you is the best thing you can do is be honest, right? So if you're married, you tell your wife, that's what I did. Told my wife, hey, listen, this happened. I'm sorry. It's not about you. I don't know what got into me. I think I'm just kind of stressed. Like I, I took the time also to diagnose what was going on. That's important. Make sure you kind of figure out why you slipped up or relapsed or whatever. But I said, hey, I know this is going on. You know, this is stress, work stress, blah, blah, blah. I know it's not good. I'm not headed down that road again. I, I feel terrible about it. I don't ever want to do that anymore. I think I just kind of had a moment of idiocy and, and I, I need your forgiveness. And she said, Hey, you know what? No problem. I, I forgive you. Your honesty means more than your slip up. Right? So that was the first thing. Second thing I did was I told my accountability partner, right? Or a couple accountability partners. Hey man, this happened the other day. Let's talk it out. And we did, we talked it out. And, uh, you know, one of them was like, Hey, just check in with me once in a while. Let me know everything's going on. So we make sure this is a slip up and not a relapse. And, and that's what we did and it was fine. And then the last thing I did was I shared it with my uh, support group, right? Now it's a support group I actually lead, but in this case, you know, I wanna be accountable as well to these guys and not pretend that I'm some sort of perfect individual and that things don't ever affect me. So I told these guys, hey, this kind of happened. I don't feel good about it. I know what's going on, but I wanna be honest. And they actually said to me, hey, thanks for sharing. 
that means a lot that you'd be that honest about it. That's great. So I would say those are the main things you want to do. But again, if it's a slip up, confession, accountability, whatever, maybe you work with a, a friend just to make sure you're staying on track. If it's a relapse, a little more involved, you still want to be honest about this stuff, but you got to really kind of get laser focused on your recovery efforts again and uh, kind of build a plan to get back to where you are. The 10 and 100 days, that's a big difference because if it's a slip up and you haven't looked at porn in 10 days, I know as a guy who dealt with this stuff, if you're used to looking at porn every day and you go 10 days, that seems like a really big deal, right? And it is. Brain-wise, right? Like biologically speaking, it's not as big a deal, right? Because you need to have at least 30, 60 days of complete abstinence to let your brain start kind of getting off of that dopamine high that it's used to being on, right? It's like a detox period. So 10 days, hey, it happened, but you're kind of going, you're doing that up and down ride that a lot of guys do when they're trying to go through the recovery process. If it's been 100 days, 200 days, whatever, that's a different story. Your brain, in theory, has kind of gotten off the dopamine high. It's starting to adjust. It's starting to make new connections that are healthier, in theory. And so, again, it's more of a, hey, this happened because I'm human and I'm an idiot, but I'm going to make amends versus, uh, hey, this is something I deal with every day. And, oh, I went five days or I went 10 days. Like, that's just kind of the ebbs and flows of recovery. So. That's it for today. I hope those answers helped you that asked. Um, as always, if you have any questions regarding the, the uh, content we covered here, feel free to leave them in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. Or the best thing to do, as always, is go to triplexchurch.com forward slash office dash hours and submit your own question, and I will answer it in an upcoming episode. That's it, folks. Have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us for this week's Office Hours. Have questions you need answered? Submit them at triplexchurch.com slash office hours, and then tune in next week to hear what we got to say. Until then, 